as a human rights activist, you know, our role is uh, to wake the conscience up and to say, you know, we have uh, to go, we have to move forward when it comes to the rule of law, when it comes to the rights, when it comes to the equal rights, when it comes to human rights. At least 129 people have been killed and many more wounded in Gaza since protests began on March 30th of this year to mark 70 years since the Nakba or catastrophe, when hundreds of thousands of Palestinian people were displaced. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the obligation of the international community to exercise means of protection on behalf of the Palestinian people and some strategies to do so, be it sanctions based on international law, divestment legislation by other states, international support, demonstrations, or boycotts. What's your role to protect? Is it enough to say I am a democratic society? What's the relation between a democracy and also human rights? That's Shawan Jabarin, director of Palestinian human rights organization, Al-Haq. What's the relation between democracy and also to respecting the human rights for the others? Mm -hmm. It's not inside. Democracy at the end, it's not a matter of election, mm -hmm. voting. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's beyond that. It's more comprehensive than that. It's social, it's cultural, it's equality, it's mm -hmm. in all meanings. Mm -hmm. That's rule of law also. It's beyond that implementing laws because you have also sometimes you have laws. It's not fair. Mm -hmm. It's not just laws. Yeah. That's the case. Here we have to look. I think uh, our struggle is long. Our way is long, but we are ready for that, and we have to keep hope. Al-Haq is an independent and non-governmental human rights organization based in Ramallah, in the West Bank. Look, we are the first human rights organization in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. uh, we were founded in uh, 1979. Mm -hmm. We are documenting human rights violations. Uh, we advocate on behalf of victims. Uh, on different levels, uh, locally, uh, internationally. We define ourselves as an advocacy organization. We do uh, legal research. Uh, we use different uh, techniques, different methods uh, in our uh, advocacy work from speaking tours to also submitted cases before courts against the uh, violators, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. against the criminals. We use different mechanisms also like international criminal court, mm -hmm. uh, for instance, against the, the criminals, those they commit international crimes mm -hmm. under the jurisdiction of the International Criminal Court Statute. Yeah. This is part uh, mm -hmm. of the work. And I myself, I was one of those that your organization Mm -hmm. uh, defended me when it came to travel ban mm -hmm. years ago when I was also and the, uh, under the administrative detention also. In addition to judicial harassment against Shawan as an individual, which as he mentioned our case's frontline defenders took up at the time, the entire organization is subject to slander for its legitimate human rights work. Now we are facing, you know, uh, as other uh, Palestinian and international organizations, smear campaign against you know our work mainly by the Israelis mm -hmm. trying to undermine you know the work that we do trying you know just to silence us and get us down uh, by using different means like death threats by hacking you know the computers uh, and the emails and uh, these things and also the uh, incitement 
reports and uh, uh, false mm -hmm. allegations and accusations against us and against uh, our work and against the organization because, you know, we highlight what they are doing and advocating against their crimes and advocating for the rule of law. This is makes them disappointed because the criminals all the time, their main strategy is how to hide their crimes mm -hmm. and how to continue free, you know, and mm -hmm. committing their crimes more and more and more. Shawan was in Ireland to meet with legislators on the potential Occupy Territories bill and took time out to chat with Rights on the Line. The bill, introduced by Senator Francis Black, would regulate economic activity relating to territory defined as occupied under international law. The legislation reads, quote, The bill seeks to prohibit the import and sale of goods, services, and natural resources originating in illegal settlements in occupied territories, end quote. The bill is not specific to any country, but would hugely impact Israeli settlements that are illegal under international law. And uh, we hope it will be passed. That's, you know, the hope, which is uh, exactly, you know, it's uh, wording in a very uh, legal way. And this is illegal uh, documents. It's important, you know, for Ireland to show their uh, respect and their will to stand behind uh, international law in this case. It's about, you know, uh, illegal uh, products and occupied territories. Uh, not just, you know, Palestine. Maybe Palestine meets the criteria in that bill or in that law. Uh, and we hope to see that this law uh, moving forward. The issue of the Israeli occupation of Palestine has come into the news a lot recently with coverage of demonstrations that are part of the Great March of Return and the violent response from Israel. The Israeli government is pushing narratives to justify the military violence against civilians with what has come to be a typical tactic, vilifying the demonstrators as well as undermining their reason for protest. As a result of that spotlight, many similar actions have been taken in Ireland and elsewhere. Just at the beginning of this week, the Galway City Council adopted a motion to fully support the boycott, divestment and sanctions, or BDS movement. I think this is a reaction of the public and civil society against the horrible uh, violations and atrocities taking place in Palestine. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, their right. It's a full right to call for uh, boycott, divestment, sanctions, this, like that. This is also part of the freedom of expression. Mm -hmm. And it has to be respected uh, by states and not criminalized. Mm -hmm. That's the, uh, the case. And this is a reaction of the public because I think states, they failed. Mm -hmm. uh, to take the responsibility in this matter. Mm -hmm. And when states failed, the public for sure will uh, react. And I put a big, big hope, to be honest with you, on a public. Mm -hmm. And I look at the international community as two international communities. One is public and one is official. Mm -hmm. And we put a hope on the public international community. But the issue of civilian and state action brings us back to the reason for Shawan's visit to Ireland and that is the responsibility of states to uphold international law, which Israeli settlements violate. Philosophically, one of the main role of the states, mm -hmm. any state, is to provide the protection mm -hmm. to the people. Mm -hmm. Protection in different means, comprehensively speaking. When it comes to the social protection, when it comes to political protection, when it comes to the all kind of protection, if a state fails to protect you know, people. 
people they will look for their own ways to protect themselves mm -hmm. a protection is a natural needs mm -hmm. for any human beings mm -hmm. that's the case and here I think when any state failed to protect its citizens and not just citizens any people any individuals any groups they will for sure look for their own ways to protect and here you have to protect them according law, principles, values. What's going on in Palestine is a test. It's a test for the international law principles. It's a test for the states, how they are acting and reacting on these crimes taking place. And if you close the door before a people, you know, to act and to show, you know, their reactions in a peaceful way, in a legal way, if you close the door before them, Maybe they will look for another ways to show and to defend their rights, to defend their dignity, to call for their rights. That's the case. Israel these days, they try not to let Palestinians even to show and to act and to react on the international crimes taking place there on a daily basis in a peaceful way. Mm -hmm. And when Palestinians in Gaza, they demonstrated against what's happening against them in a peaceful way, in a very legal way, in a very superior ethical way, they uh, face killings mm -hmm. and shootings. And by whom? By snipers, which it means that they can shoot you in any part of your body. Mm -hmm. And when they kill, they kill intentionally. And in the same time, there is no justice. There is no actions. There is no uh, prosecution against the criminals. For why you know, why you think that uh, there is no prosecutions and there is no uh, justice and there is no remedy? Because this is an official policy. Mm -hmm. The officials they can't prosecute themselves. That's the case because this is an official policy from the highest level. Mm -hmm. It's not just an action of this soldier or that officer. No, this is a state policy. This is an official policy. That makes things of justice to go to to use the Israeli uh, judiciary system uh, for the remedy calling for a remedy it's like an impossible because of that we are looking for remedy and justice outside Frontline Defenders was founded in Dublin in 2001 to provide resources for the security and protection of human rights defenders at risk around the world. Rights on the Line is a new podcast produced in-house by Frontline Defenders to present the work, the struggles, and perspectives of HRDs at risk. Special thanks to Shawan Javarin of al for taking the time to speak to us at Rights on the Line during his brief visit to Ireland. To hear more of Rights on the Line, go to frontlinedefenders.org slash podcast. Our music is from Let's Start at the Beginning by Lee Rosevere.